Blog Talk Radio. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Greetings, 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 blue people. Welcome to the Blue Click Radio broadcast, where we are here to openly and honestly talk about our spiritual truth and our walk and our journey. And feel free to join us. If you are listening online, we are going to go into the after hour. So about 30-minute mark, you can call in. And the call-in number is... Three two three six four two one six three seven. If you want to leave us a message, you have any suggestions or comments or anything, you can leave those at blueclick at gmail dot com. That's b l u e c l i q u e at gmail dot com. So this is um, part four of the four agreements, um, and we're on the third agreement. First part was more the introduction to the humans being domesticated and the idea of that as we go into the idea of the agreement. So this agreement is all about don't make assumptions. And the basis of this is because we have a tendency to make assumptions about everything, our mind tends to jump ahead and try to figure things out very quickly. Um we tend to make assumptions, but not only make assumptions, we believe these assumptions to be true without questioning them. And we could swear up and down that they are real, although we just created those assumptions in our mind and how that could possibly be emotional poison, creating a lot of drama for no reason. And that's kind of what the basis of the chapter is about. Um or the idea of why not making assumptions is something you want to incorporate into your life when dealing with yourself and with other human beings. Um, so I'm going to start. Who wants to start? Sean, when you think of don't make assumptions, how does that fit into your life or incorporate into your life, or what are your thoughts about that? My thoughts about it is the fact that it's it's more or less a judgment on oh. You make a sub- when you make assumptions, you're pretty much judging yourself and what you think the situation or the scenario is based on how you basically see yourself. So if you really want a clear indication of what your self-talk is or what you, you know, where you think you are within a certain situation, take into account what your assumption of that situation is. You know, before you get the particulars and you get what we like to loosely use, uh, the term truth, you know, it, it, it's it's clear. You get a clear indication of what it is that you're thinking <clears throat> based on what you assume is the case. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we'll take mm-hmm. um, a situation and we'll we'll presume presume, presume the, the worst in that situation, you know what I mean, because within ourselves that self-seeking or self-talk is basically saying you're not worthy of anything beyond what it is that you see. So when I think of assumptions, I'm basically tying it in also with, you know, self-judgment or judgment or self-judgment, you know, and, and, and it gives you a clear indication of what it is or how it is you're judging yourself within a certain situation. That's how I perceive assumptions. And, Aaron, what are your thoughts about Oh, I think, uh, I think, you know, if, if – you have a an inkling about something or a hunch. <laughs> why not be sure? You know why why uh, 
answer something and not give someone a chance to answer it for you. It really comes down to presumption. And I mean that in the sense that, you know, oftentimes life and life expressed through people will surprise you. You know, sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's for the worse. But when you assume, you you remove that opportunity for not only for the surprises to happen, but also for the honest truth to really show up as it should. Assumptions can create ambiguity, and it can create an, an, an unnecessary uncertainty. I'd much rather just know for sure, and then I can just move on from there. You know, I, assuming uh, assumptions cause more trouble than they than they cause uh, good, and uh, they also they uh yeah they just they just they remove in a way the the space that the truth could really occupy much more mm-hmm. concretely and easily. Right, right, and they make an ass out of you. Ass something. Right, they make ass an ass out of you. And you. Me. <laughs> They can ask how to use it. That's right. Um, There is this term that Don Miguel Ruiz uses in his book, and it's called metote. Uh huh. And I wanted to uh, talk about that briefly. Do you guys, either of you, remember that? I think I've written. Either of you remember that term in the book? Oh, I don't remember it. Okay, he talks about um, the metote is a word that means the smoke and mirrors. So oh, it is yeah. mm-hmm. used to refer to the world that man creates for himself through the agreements that he makes with mm-hmm. other men in society. Um, so when you see another man, the metote is that part in which can only ever truly you see yourself. So you don't right. actually okay. see... You don't actually see that person. Them, you see the reflection yeah. of light on the surface of that person, right? And then you attribute right. to that to that's who this person is. So you attribute names right. and values to this reflection that you see. So the matote right. is simply the reference to the idea that we see the reflection of everything, not mm-hmm. not even the surface of it. Mm-hmm. And naturally, that reflection can only be seen by ourselves. So it refers to things that we all agree to on as part of the reality, but it's not really only you're only seeing that reality as it's reflected back to you. So right. the idea of right. you know that everything exists only the way that you see it. So the matote is important because it is, it's only important because it's taught from an old age and we grow up thinking that it's real, but it's not something that you have to have and have to honor and you can, you don't have to, not everybody does and then you can, you can give it up. Right, Um, right, right. So, um. It's basically the fog in which you see everything, your perspective of everything. So whatever that fog is, that's how you're going to see things. So we talk about all the time how um, people view things or you find things or you see things based off of 
what what's already in your fog. Like if it's you think that everybody in the right. Yeah. So do you? Rem- I remember there was a story we had talked about this before, Sean. This say so you were walking this about this boy who was, and I can't remember who. Somebody used the story in, in one of their lectures or something, but. This boy who had liked this girl, and he finally got up enough courage to go talk to her, and she was sitting with some of her girlfriends. And as he got up to walk towards them, they start laughing. And he immediately thinks that they're laughing mm-hmm. at him. So he turns around mm-hmm. and goes the other way. And there could be a million things that he's laughing or that they're laughing at. They could have, they just could have told a joke. They could have, you know, girls laugh at for no reason. Um, but he mm-hmm. thought that they were laughing at him, passed up his opportunity to met, to talk to this girl, and therefore probably set the tone for people laugh at me as part of his metote mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. whenever somebody's laughing around me, they're laughing at me. At me, right. Making the, right. Right, making the assumption that if somebody is laughing and they're standing near me, it must be me. They're laughing at me. Um, and that's his self talk that he heard. He didn't hear anything that they, like you said, he didn't no. laugh. He didn't hear anything else. All he heard was what he what he's been telling himself the whole mm-hmm. time that he wasn't worthy. You're not worthy. You're not right. worthy. Mm-hmm. And so you know, assumptions are pretty much telling you what it is that mm-hmm. you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and you assume something. Right. So you create this entire fantasy about what that laughing was about and all the things that they could be saying about you mm-hmm. um, instead of just asking a point ahead of with it and asking a question. And part of the don't assume anything is having the courage to ask questions and to yes. say what you want mm-hmm. or go after what you want. Mm-hmm. Part of that agreement. But you got to get to the point. You have, you have to first get to the point where you want to hear the truth. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody yeah. says right. they yeah. want the truth, but nobody really wants the truth. Everybody <laughs> runs from the truth. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, nobody, I, I can't stand the lie. Tell me the truth. No, you don't really right. want the truth. You don't want the truth. <laughs> Hell mm-hmm. no. Hell no. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you got to get to the point where you're able to accept the truth, whatever that looks like, sounds like, smells like, tastes like, whatever. You can't take it personally. You have to be able to hear the truth and apply it and not take it personally. You can't uh-huh. make that the quintessential of being because someone tells you that you look funny, and that's for the rest of your life you look funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You, yep. you know, you again, you got to go home. You got you to gotta be the final say. You have to sit at the desk, and when something comes across you don't like, you have the veto power to stamp that bitch and send it back. No, thank you. You don't have to accept yeah. everything mm-hmm. somebody says to you. Mm-hmm. You know? right. don't accept everything yeah. everybody says. That's why people don't really want the truth, because they accept everything that, that they hear. Because they're already yeah. telling themselves that they ain't shit from the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So they don't. Right. So everything yeah. that's coming in their way, it, it, and, you know, it, it, and it's pretty amazing that if you think about it. It's pretty amazing mm-hmm. that we'll negative in a heartbeat. We'll take that on because, again, that's our self-talk anyway. We were born into a culture that tells us that we're not shit till proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. you'll take the negative stuff and you'll wear that shit with honor 
but somebody gives you a compliment that's empowering, you'll fight that off like, I don't deserve that. Yep. Yeah. You know, so it, 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 the conversation still, again, comes back to self. You're still beating yourself aside the head, regardless of what anybody says to you. You're still beating yourself aside the head. Mm-hmm. You know, the only conversation, there's no other person in the ring. You're shadow boxing. There's nobody else in there with you. Even if somebody's standing there talking to you, cussing you out to high heaven, you still you it's still rubbing up against something within yourself that allows you to agree with what these people are saying to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you part know, of that is there's only one. Yeah, part of yeah, part of that is because he talks about how we assume everybody thinks the way we think. So uh-huh. right. the biggest assumption that we make is that they feel the way we feel, judge the way we judge, abuse the way we yeah. abuse. So because we mm-hmm. think that everyone else will judge us and victimize us and abuse us and blame us the way we do the ourselves. The way that we're judging ourselves. That when exactly. they, yes. So even so, so we yeah. reject ourselves before everybody else has a chance to reject ourselves. Reject, reject mm-hmm. us. Um, we've already done it. So we do it before people already do it. So when you think that somebody is judging you, well, it's because you've already judged quite honestly, yourself. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. you're the only person who really can judge yourself. You're the, you See? do have yeah. the final say, whether you admit yeah. to it or not. Yeah. You mm-hmm. do have the final say. Oh, yeah. You, can, what, oh, you yeah. know totally. what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and it's up to you to, to take control of that. But, you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, if some, someone can tell you something on the outside, if it doesn't jive with you, then it's not going to stick. Only the things mm-hmm. that jive with you stick. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Somebody calls right. me a, if somebody calls me a cracker right now, I'll look at them like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, because I know that's not who, not who I am. But you know what I'm saying? If somebody calls you something right. that you know you're not, then it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? What's wrong with right. you? You know? Right. But if they say something to you that you right. could possibly, I could possibly be that, or you're already yeah. telling yourself something that, that you've already agreed then to. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Then only it's things, sick. Yes, then it's sick. The only thing that can offend you are things that you've already agreed to as true. Because if somebody is. says, like you Absolutely. said, if somebody says, you know, I hate purple, and you got on all white. You're gonna think, okay, something's wrong yeah, with you. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but if it's something that right, right, but if it's something that relates to you and something that you've already agreed to as true, agreed to, and you don't yeah. like, and you and don't like it. that when they connect it to you, you automatically think mm-hmm. that they feel about it the way you feel about it. Yeah. Just like when we talked about. Somebody in the last show when we talked about somebody saying that you're fat or you're skinny, you've already agreed to fat is something negative when it's just right. an observation. So if somebody says that you're fat, in your mind you think that it's negative, so you assume that they think the same thing, but they might just be saying, hey, you look like me, or, you know, <laughs> I like somebody who you- feels like, yeah. Uh-huh, or I, you uh, know. You P-H-A-T. Like, exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. But you connect it to something negative because you assume that they think and judge the same way you think and judge. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. so important. Those two points, I I can't stress enough how many problems are are found in those two ideas. A big downfall of American society and culture right now is the assumption that everybody wants the same thing. People think that everybody yeah. wants the same amount of money. Everybody wants the same type of marriage. Most people don't. 
actually. If if I were if right. I were to make an assumption, I would say that most don't. So what people need to do mm-hmm. is they need to humble themselves, for lack of a better word. You know, not humble in the sense that you don't know how to take a compliment or that you deflect everything, but humble in the sense that you need to pull your head out of your own ass and realize that what works for you works for you and is not for everybody else. Or not everybody cares as much about you as you care about yourself, nor should they. If people could just realize that it's really about understanding and knowing yourself and never and not really minding the rest, letting the rest fall into its own place. God, you would get rid of so many problems mm-hmm. in your life. Yes. You know, you, people, you have to accept the fact that you've made an agreement. You know, you've invested in the storyline. And not only have you invested in it, you've become addicted to it such to a point that you don't really know what you are without it. So you mm-hmm. default mm-hmm. back to that story. And you see everything through that filter, which is what we're talking about. If, if something, if things keep happening again and again and again, or if you've invested so much of your identity in, in something, then you have to look and see that you're the cause of, of all your problems. It's, it's, it's the agreement that you've made. Oh, it's the storyline that you have invested yeah. in. And, and you know, like we were just saying, you, you can't, <clears throat> you know what the truth is. You know, we're, we're mm-hmm. so intelligent. We, we come into the world already knowing much more than than we allow ourselves to believe that we know. So this thing that you're afraid of, this truth that you're trying to avoid, you already know what it is. It's the worst case scenario. So it's probably true. And mm-hmm. if you just deal with it probably being mm-hmm. true, then you can actually, you know, address it and then move forward from it. Because at the end of the day, the, the truth or the reality of it only means whatever it means because you have created the, the meaning of it. You've created the, the value system. It's it's all a bunch of bullshit that you make up. And yes. the only reason why one yes. refuses to let go of the bullshit is because they've invested in it. It's kind of hard to yes. spend all your life you without... investing in something. Right. And who are yes. you without it? Who are you without that, that you, lie? You right. Or to know that it's it's completely worthless. It's like a person who, you know, spent $10,000 on that beanie baby, and then five years later, it's worthless. You have to accept mm-hmm. the fact that, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't right. shit. Right. And then right. you right. on began with. I think, it, yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. I, I, and also, I think people should spend time investigating and understanding the underbelly or the ugly side of what culture is. We're yeah. enamored with culture, and we align ourselves with culture to the degree that right. we try to mimic culture and apply that to our being. When you mm-hmm. get, when you start to understand what culture is in the underside of culture and why culture is put in to get you to align with it so you can participate in it to a degree, not as not as not as a a a, a boss, but a you know, a spectator or a consumer or a customer of culture. Culture just basically tells you what jeans to buy or what makeup to wear or what, uh-huh. you know, what to think and how to, what car to drive and all of these things and what school to go to and how to talk and how not to talk. But it's it's only rooted in commerce. It's not rooted in anything beyond commerce. It's right. all there in your face to get you to participate in it from a giving standpoint, it doesn't add validity to who you are. 
And mm-hmm. a lot of folks live their entire lives based on culture and based on the fact that they went to the right school or they went to the right, you know, church or they drive the mm-hmm. right car or they got the right job and all of these things that culture tells us uh, are, 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 are mockings of success. We strive for those things and it takes us further away from who we are. And we're living this lie. You know what I'm saying? You're living in this, mm-hmm. this uh-huh. Truman show uh-huh. where you're participating and keeping this monster alive that's doing nothing but killing you. You know? And, and, and mm-hmm. You know, people call them conspiracy theorists. You know, those, that's conspiracy theory. You know? They spend time dealing with that conspiracy shit. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you start seeing some truth in it. It'll start picking Before you call it a conspiracy. Right. Right. Absolutely. A little bit. Absolutely. So that that's a facade, man. That's that's the Wizard of Oz. That's the dude behind the curtain with the thing with smoke coming out of his mouth and his nose and shit. That ain't real. Anybody to right. to gain validity based on the things that that thing tells you that you're supposed to do are like zombies times twelve. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. and, and I can I'm sitting there and the people flashing through my mind as I'm talking. I know people who think that they got their shit together because. They're aligned with culture, and they've mm-hmm. gotten the right, you know, and they've pushed the right buttons, and they've gone to the right places, and they've attended the right schools and got the right education, and they really, really, really think that they got the world by the ball. Mm-hmm. But the world got them by the ball. Oh, you yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, that's, that's one of the... Man, start, start picking this thing apart. Don't be scared to pick it apart. A lot of folks are scared to look into the mouth of it. Like, you know, I don't want to start looking into it too much because because what? Because it'll all fall apart. Then you got to reconstruct yep. yourself and put yourself back in line. Mm-hmm. You, you, if you think about it, most people admit that they know that they're living bullshit. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how many of us that's what How many of us are depressed or on meds because of life? Absolutely. And that's your intelligence telling you something is off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just medicate it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I hear myself. <laughs> yep. Take two, call me in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to write this description. Yeah. You ain't feel this description. You want to go off, panic, and do about everything else. Like mm-hmm. a zombie. <laughs> we keep coming yeah. back to the zombie. <laughs> yeah. You know? We keep coming back to the zombie. Yeah. That's what it is. You rock yourself to sleep, man. Yeah, I, I mean, Nikki. you can't call it. Cause you can't. I don't know. Nikki, are you there? Uh, that no, you just keep, gone. just to are make yourself. Are you talking yourself... the whole time, man? <laughs> huh? Aaron, we, we, we Aaron went to a whole different dimension, man. We were somewhere else. You weren't even there. <laughs> I wasn't. You couldn't hear me. Uh uh-uh. oh. No. Were you talking uh-uh. the whole? <laughs> no, I just started talking. What did I say? Okay. I don't, I, just, man, I don't know. We were just sitting. We had a whole different conversation. Oh, y'all were talking. You was. Oh wow. You were somewhere else, man. That's funny. Okay. And Sean, your voice started saying? to echo. <laughs> yeah, it started echoing. Echo it's like I'm, yeah. <laughs> she was gone. Wow. She was just space. Okay, well, you I assume because you guys were quiet that y'all wanted to find out. That was my assumption. Oh no, we were talking about Sorry. <laughs> 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 well, carry on. Obviously, it was. Uh, I don't know where you went. 
I don't oh, either. Don't that was weird. Somebody wanted that me to works. shut up then, I guess. <laughs> wow. yeah, okay, well, where are we? Yeah. Oh no, we were just talking about everything um, looks the same. That was a somebody um updated the program or something. Yeah, change something in the program. Change something. Mm-hmm. Open up the front door. It's gonna be a brick wall. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Still there. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know where I was. I mean, um, you, when you think about it, when you think about it, even within these agreements, the one thing that I'm getting out of all these agreements is mm-hmm. the same thing. The only conversation we're having is with ourselves. That's the only it. conversation we're having is with ourselves. Yeah. Even when other people yeah. add in and chime in, you're only hearing what you're already saying to yourself anyway. Everything mm-hmm. else just falls away because it's not something you, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing. That's not your previous conversation. That's not your uh-huh. ongoing conversation. The only thing you hear is your ongoing existing conversation. Mm-hmm. So there's only, you know, again, there's only uh-huh. one person having the convo. Right. Only one and I think one important thing, may... yeah, one important thing is, that I, I know or I realize is when I'm talking to people or I'm listening to people, I automatically assume what they mean or what they say or what they're going to say, and I just jump in without knowing what they're about to say. And then when they finish, I realize, oh, they didn't mean that at all. They meant this over here. But I automatically assumed that I knew what they were talking about based off of a conversation that I had already had in my head that they had no idea about. And I just didn't even listen to what they had to say. And I just assumed that they thought what what I thought. And they were having the same conversation that I was having. Mm-hmm. You know what a pretty good exercise is and something that I try to do, I do often, and, and, and I'm, I'm starting to have some success with it. I've always did, but I don't know really how to control it. You know how we have mm-hmm. in our language sometimes when we say, I feel what you're saying. When you mm-hmm. incorporate, uh-huh. when you put your feeler out there, when you put your feeler out there to connect with the person that you're in communication with, you're connecting from a level that goes beyond the verbal. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when you're connecting, Really have to oh. assume what they're saying. You can feel it. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a feeling. Conversations mm-hmm. are way. The thing, the, the one of the biggest reasons we miss out on conversation and and communication is because we're only listening for one component. We're only listening to hear. Yeah. Within a conversation, we're not trying to feel within the conversation. You know, we're not trying to see with our hearts within the conversation what that person is trying to convey and the feeling that they're trying to push forward. You know what I'm saying? When you can connect with that aspect of the conversation, you can get more true communication, you know, and uh-huh. and, and you kind of uh-huh. take yourself out of the equation. You know, it's kind of tricky because you don't know if it's coming from you or if it's coming from that person, but the more you do it, the more you kind of learn what's you and what's them, you know. Uh-huh. You can, that's real communication. When you can actually feel what somebody is saying and you can get down and yes. empathize with them to the degree that you feel it like they feel it, you're in communication. Mm. But to just to listen to the words that they're saying and try to match them up to your meaning of them, you know, we're never really hearing each other. Right. You can't hear right. somebody no, based we're not. on, you know. Yeah, mm. you're only hearing you. Mm-hmm. You're only hearing you, but you have to, you have to get to the point where you can kind of come outside of self a little bit. You got to know what self mm-hmm. is first to come outside mm-hmm. of it, 
You got to get centered. You have to get back to ground zero. You have to find zero point. And once you find zero point, you can maneuver from there. But if you don't have a zero point, you don't know what's what and who's who. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know if it's you talking, yep. you don't know if it's your empathy, you don't know if it's tied to something that you felt before, you know, but you, it, it's about self-mastery, man. It's about mastering yourself so then you can be a more whole person. And the more whole mm-hmm. you are, the more you can give, the more you can get. But you can't give or get, not in an accurate fashion and not in a consistent fashion, when you're not whole. Mm-hmm. You hit or miss, you know what I mean? You're all over the place. It's just... It's hit or miss. Sometimes you're on point, sometimes you're off point, but you're all over the place because you're not centered, you're not grounded. But when mm. you get grounded, right. you can you have a basis to function from. You know what I'm saying? You, uh-huh. you gain your point of origin, and you know where East is, you know where West is, you know where North and South are, so you can kind of move within some degree of awareness within yourself, and everything else starts to fall in place and click for you. But it starts with you. It has to start mm-hmm. with you. If you can't get to the point where you starts with you, then you just, you know, blowing, just blowing around yeah. the rag. Yeah. Way. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, in case somebody's listening online and you want to listen to the last bit of the show in the after hours, three two three six four two one six three seven. And we do have one person listening. Mm. Hi, one person listening. <laughs> Hi, one person. <laughs> Hello, hello. Call them prank callers. <laughs> <laughs> it is a block number. I want to prank call. Hi, block number. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that, that I want to talk about. That I want to talk about. <laughs> that's why they they blanked me out. They didn't kidnap me. Probe me first. It seemed like it was fifteen seconds, Say. but it was probably like thirty years. <laughs> uh-huh. right. That's a definite. In deal. that case, right? In that case, nothing we've said is true. <laughs> Ignore exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Ignore it all. <laughs> we love you, Bobby Matt. <laughs> 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 One thing that I want to want to talk about that he mentions in the book that um, is is we all know or have been or are people who go into relationships and um, let me just read it. it says often we go into relationships with someone you like and you have to justify why you like this person you only see what you want to see and then you deny the things that you don't like about the person you lie to yourself mm-hmm. just to make yourself right then you make assumptions. Mm-hmm. One of the assumptions is my love will change this person, but of course, this is not true because you cannot change anyone. If others change, it's because they want to change, not because you've changed them. Then something happens mm-hmm. between the two of you, and you get hurt, and suddenly you see you didn't want all the things that you didn't want to see before. Only now it's amplified by your emotional poison now that you have to justify your emotional pain and blame them for your choices. So mm-hmm. we go into these relationships thinking, oh, he's great, and I can I can think past all the, or I can look over all of the flaws because I really care about this person. And then when you break up, I knew he wasn't no good. I knew he wasn't this. Mm-hmm. I knew mean, all the things, everything that you knew that you believed or true about this person before, but now that you're in this emotional matote, Emotional fog, mm-hmm. you see it, mm-hmm. and then you're actually more mad at yourself because you're the one who betrayed yourself 
by mm-hmm. not being honest with yourself mm-hmm. in the first place. And then you're looking for mm-hmm. someone to blame. So mm-hmm. instead of looking, you're looking for reasons to justify. It says we don't need to justify love. It is there or it's not. Mm-hmm. If we try to change mm-hmm. them, then that means that we don't really like them. You have to like the person mm-hmm. that you are with as they are right now, today, not what they could be or their potential or what you're going to change them into. It has to be what they are today. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what's so, really funny? Again, I was thinking about something when you said that. Most people that would say they want somebody to tell the truth, Incapable of telling, incapable of telling the truth. They're not capable of the truth. When you want something outside of yourself, it's because you're not capable of housing it within you. So you know, you always say, "I want somebody to tell the truth. I want somebody to be honest." I don't know you don't. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta. You can't. You can't have something from the outside. You gotta be it. You gotta be it. Mm-hmm. And if you be, mm-hmm. if you are it, you wouldn't be asking for it because it would be in your face mm-hmm. all the time, reflecting right back at you what you are. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. It's, yeah. yeah. It's ugly. So it's somebody, I want somebody, I want somebody to tell me, I want, I want, I want, I want somebody true. I want somebody real. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Not you want somebody bit. to. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want, you want, you want that story. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You want that story yeah. that you've invested in. Right. Yep. See, the funny exactly. thing about the funny thing about investing in a story that people don't get is that if you make the agreement to invest in that story, then you have to accept playing every yep. role in that story. Yep. So if yeah. you if you invest yourself in a you know an oppressed versus oppressor story, even if you are the powerful renegade who wants to fight the machine, since you still invested in the story, you have to accept the possibility of becoming the oppressor or becoming the mm-hmm. oppressed, losing your mm-hmm. role that you're in. So if you don't like mm-hmm. one, just one of the roles in that story, then you've got to just leave that story behind. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, That's right. otherwise it's going to turn into the opposite of what you were looking for. That's right. Yep. That's yep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. You gotta have it all. You can't just have one. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to keep 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 the pendulum swinging to one side. Right. You gotta be playing with everything. It's everything. Right. It's about balance. It's about balance. It is about balance. At the end of the day, when you get something good, you're accepting it. You're accepting something bad as well. That's when good. you get something new, you're accepting something old. When you get the head, you also get tails. They're both same thing on two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we always want to keep everything pulled back to one in one direction, but that's not how it works. You got to accept it all. You right. got to accept it all. You got to take it all. You're right. You got right. to take it all. You can't have dark without it. You can't have light without no. the dark. You can't have no. Peace without the chaos. No. You can't have. No. Yeah. Yep. No. The right. peace is what you, the peace is why, I mean, the chaos is why you appreciate the peace. Right. Right. Or why you well, can see it as peace. Was no, if there is no chaos, there is no peace. There is no peace. Because there is right. no, there, there is has no, to be. Is. You have to have the other right. side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If right. everything is beauty, nothing is beauty. Mm-hmm. Right. 
nothing will be perfectly consistent. Nothing. It can't be because if it becomes no. perfectly consistent, then it's it's no longer mm-hmm. alive. It's a you know right. It's mm-hmm. a, a shell, a copy. It's it's not it's not real anymore. You can't you can't right. control it. You can't perfectly predict it. It doesn't work that way. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Damn, I thought she lost. She looked like she lost. Serena. Why does she look like that? Yeah. Um, we ain't get uh, cut off yet? We got like, no, we, no, we got five minutes left. We got five minutes. Five minutes. Which I cheated us on five minutes last time, so I was trying to do too much. Yeah, you Um, But we got five minutes left. And one thing I wanted to talk about, it's funny that I I read that anybody knows me, I'm obsessed with Game of Thrones, if there's any other Game of Thrones obsessed people out there. But one quote that I looked, I was watching this little um, tribute that they made, and if you're familiar with Game of Thrones, Peter Baelish was talking to... Ned, I think. Um, but he said one of the things which completely goes with what we're talking about today, it says, and I had to write it down, it says, the story we tell one another over and over and over until we forget that it's a lie. But what mm-hmm. do we have once we abandon that lie? We have chaos. No. That's why people yep. don't want to abandon the lie. But you got to go through the chaos to get through the other side of the lie. But you got you to, but then you have to redefine what chaos is. Chaos, yeah, chaos it, doesn't necessarily mean yeah, chaos it doesn't is mean opportunity. destruction. Yeah, it doesn't mean right. destruction. It means no. disorder. No. And in order to reorganize, right. you have to disorganize in order to reorganize. Right. And that's what that means. Right. Chaos just means disorder. Right. It does not mean right. destruction. Right. And within chaos is infinite potential. In, infinite possibility. Mm-hmm. Infinite, infinite, infinite. We run from chaos. We gravitate mm-hmm. toward order. Once it's order, it's fixed. It's stuck. It's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All. It's dead. Then it it's becomes dead. insanity. Yeah. Chaos yep. is not insanity. Order is insanity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> order is right. insanity. Right. You can't get a yep. different result out of order. You always right. want to get the same result out of order. Mm-hmm. You want right. that shit. Right. You're always doing right. the same right. That is insanity. And we make... Then in the movie we say always, all the time, the, truth, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. Right. There it is. How are you going to get anything different? How are you going to get something different out of the same thing? How out can you stuff, get something right. different out of order? Chaos See? is where the magic is. See? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Chaos is where and the you, magic is. The magic is you can't get nothing out of order but order or whatever yep. the order is, is directing you towards. Good, Aaron. Absolutely. And I was just going to say, and people, you, you can't take a, a, a definitive stance to a, a, someone's commentary because even if chaos were a negative thing to you, nothing is forever. Mm-hmm. And if right. things mm-hmm. serve their purpose and if they come That's in, right. if mm-hmm. they come on time, right on time, then you That's have right. to be willing to go through it. You, you have to That's get right. yourself to a point where, mm-hmm. no matter what happens, you're gonna just you're gonna get through it. You're gonna go through the center of it and and get mm-hmm. through it. You know, and mm-hmm. that's also we talk about chaos. You know, in in the more new agey spiritual sex, for lack of a better word, uh, people get a little weird about retrograde. You know, when retrograde's coming, ooh, retrograde's coming. But really, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a time to shake things up a little bit. 
you yep. know, bring to light yep. that which might need yep. some exposure to get more yep. clarity. That's all it is about balancing. Yep. So, yeah, things get a little hectic, a little chaotic, just so uh-huh. that when the dust settles, you become more aware of that which you need to know a little bit more about. It, it, everything, everything is positive and negative. Eh? You can use everything. So mm-hmm. when something that gives you a little bit of anxiety comes along or something that you're feeling a little apprehensive towards, just breathe and go through it and then see what happens mm-hmm. when you come out the other side of it. And you just gave me confirmation, man. You just gave me confirmation in that. I'm going to tell y'all something. When Merc Retro come around, y'all might see me doing some weird-ass shit. I might be walking down the street with a ghost. <laughs> I might be walking down the street with a damn street with eyes cut out of that motherfucker. I'm telling you, I'm going to get weird as shit. I'm going real dark doing Merc Retro, uh-huh. man. I'm going to let this chaos shit stir up and see me shake loose. You watch. You just can bring it on. on I've been kicking that around. Yeah, man. Bring it on. All right. Uh, so many things come has- to light. Oh, yeah, so many things come to light in retrograde. Miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to get clarity, get clarity. Get clarity. That's right. To reorganize, you gotta again. You gotta have reorganization. Looks chaotic when you when that's anything. Even you know, if you just use an example of something in the physical world, you reorganize in your closet. You take everything out. It looks like a complete mess. But when you're putting it back together and you're reorganizing it so that it it's a better mm-hmm. system for you when you're mm-hmm. done, and when mm-hmm. that doesn't work, you do it all over again. So it's like a, a revamp, a restart. Mm-hmm. And in the process of that, right. if somebody walks in in the middle, you assume their assumptions or what does that look like? It's a mess. What are you doing? It's a mess in here. You're, all your clothes are all over the place. You're, are you okay? Is there something going on? Mm-hmm. Nope. Just reorganizing. You know exactly where everything mm-hmm. is. It just is mm-hmm. chaotic for the moment mm-hmm. until it reorganizes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got uh, uh, three mm-hmm. minutes left, so we'll go ahead and do last thoughts. So that was my last thought. That was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, last thoughts. Man, organized chaos. <laughs> That's what it's all about, mm-hmm. organized yeah. chaos. You know, they yeah. just shake yeah. things up, find out what you need to find out, put things in their place where they need to go, throw out the rest, move on. I mean, it's, that's that's really what it is. And also, you know, tell a different story. If your tired-ass story hasn't been working, uh, it's time to tell a different story, you know. Get a, mm-hmm. get a, get a new mm-hmm. set of rules, new cast of characters, and, and listen to yourself. If you don't like the story that you're telling, that means it's time for a new story. You got to go back to yourself, get get clear, mm-hmm. and, and 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 write a new story. Right. Okay. And I just want to end on. Uh, just want to go over the Matote again, um, and read this quote directly from uh, Don Quixote. You know, it it says, "Your whole you mind." <laughs> I got two minutes. Your whole mind is a fog in which the Toltecs call Matote. Your mind is a dream where a thousand people talk at the same time and nobody understands each other. This is the condition of the human mind, a big Matote. And with that Matote, you cannot see what you really are. In India, they call the Matote Maya, which means illusion. It is the personality's notion of I am. Everything you believe about yourself and the world, all of the concepts and programming you have in your mind are all the matote. 
We cannot see who we truly are. We cannot see that we are not. We cannot see that we are not free. Right. Because you're looking. You're right. in. Yeah. Because you're in your fault. Okay. All right. This conversation mm. ain't for everybody. Only the sexy people. No, it's not. Oh yeah. <laughs> nope. No, it's not. <laughs> this bag ain't for everybody. Only the sexy people. Everybody else right. is trying to hide, doesn't die. They so, running right now. Right. Zombies. <laughs> Zombies. Yeah. Welcome to. Mm-hmm.